The schedule, the job, the kids. Take some time just for you. It's Sunday mornings with Dee Daniels on B101.5, powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, one of DC's best hospitals that isn't in DC. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital. Here for you. And now, Dee Daniels. Good Sunday morning and welcome to the show, the show that is all about you and your life and your world. Every single Sunday, we have fantastic guests here on this show and, of course, no different. As uh, this past week, we celebrated Veterans Day. We are welcoming to the show Jeb Hockman, who is the communications manager for the Virginia Department of Veterans Services. Jeb, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Dave. And I, we really appreciate this opportunity to uh, be here to talk about veterans and all the many uh, veterans and military up there in uh, in and around Central Virginia and the Fredericksburg area. Yeah, we uh, we are so proud of our veterans. Of course, we uh, had a, a wonderful time celebrating them over this past week, and I know you guys had such a uh, such a busy week. I appreciate you taking a few minutes uh, to chat with us here on the Sunday show. Now, on Wednesday, on uh, Veterans Day, you guys were over at the Virginia War Memorial for the Commonwealth's Veterans Day ceremony. Tell us about how that went. What an amazing event. Well, you know, uh, it always is one of the biggest events normally that is held at the Virginia War Memorial. But, you know, with these COVID restrictions, normally we would have had about uh, probably between 1,200 and 1,500 participants at that event. But, of course, we were, we were limited to 250, and, and because of the rain yesterday, had to have it inside. But we had planned on that. And uh, so the, the, the veteran ceremony, and it featured Governor Northam as our keynote speaker, was done uh, as a half-hour ceremony, but it was uh, broadcast live on some TV stations here in Richmond and also live-streamed on about six social media channels around the state. And it's still available uh, on a lot of these if people would like to you know, catch the, the, the ceremony. But... Uh, we certainly weren't going to let the pandemic stop us from from honoring all the veterans, uh, the many veterans going back to the Revolutionary War here in Virginia. So we had a very good ceremony yesterday, and uh, and uh, I'm really glad we can. Let's hope by next year we can have 1,500 people back again outdoors at the big uh, amphitheater at the War Memorial in Richmond. Yeah, no doubt. It really is quite something to see. And uh, it, and it really was a, a touching ceremony. And I would invite people to check it out on uh, Facebook, still streaming there as well, and, and to check it out on any of the outlets that they can. Really, really touching ceremony. Um, and, and you mentioned Governor uh, Northam being the, uh, being the keynote speaker. Talk a little bit about uh, what he spoke about. It was really a, a very special time to hear from him i mean i know he's uh you know army doctor and really coming from a place of of knowing our veterans in such a such a special way but i feel like virginia really does step up for our veterans all the time and and he really did shine a light on that uh when he spoke uh, during the ceremony well i think he did too and i and, and he certainly understands being a veteran and having served on active duty uh, the governor uh, really has a he understands what veterans go through, and I think he also touched a lot on yesterday how important veterans are to the state. You know, and and not you know, and when people get out of the military, that we want to make sure they stay here in Virginia, that we find jobs for them, and uh, we want them to be part of Virginia. And I think also he brought up the fact yesterday that when someone is a veteran, it also really affects their family members, their spouses their children, 
uh, you know, their brothers and sisters. You know, I mean, if someone's in the military, uh, they need that support of, uh, of their family. And uh, I think, uh, you know, he, he brought that up yesterday, you know, because he understands he and his wife raised children while he was, uh, you know, deployed overseas and, and doing uh, various milita- military uh, duties. So I think, it, uh, you know, we're lucky here in Virginia, I will say this, uh, that I, it doesn't make any difference what side of the aisle people are on, uh, legislators. We are, have some of the most supportive people in our General Assembly and governors, too, going back, no matter what uh, political uh, persuasion or party they're coming from. The one thing you can count on in Virginia is that the veterans are going to be supported, them and their family, and the active military that uh, is all around us. Yeah, that's so true, and you're, and you're right. It really is uh, something to be very thankful for here in Virginia. I grew up in Virginia, and, and just having uh, family members who served as well, uh, grandfathers on both sides who served, and, and really, it is a family affair. You know, it really is the family sacrifice. It really is the family struggle uh, at times, and, and it's the family celebration. You know, it's all around. It's not just uh, the person serving, as, as you know, so I'm so glad that, uh, like you said, no matter the political affiliation, that Virginia has always been able to to step up and really help out our veterans in every way. I want to highlight some of the uh, services that are available through the Virginia Department of Veterans Services that uh, so many people might not realize are available. Um, and, and one of the things that I wanted to highlight for a moment is actually something that the governor mentioned during uh, the ceremony uh, this past week. And, and he was talking specifically about the impact that suicide has on our veteran community it it is it is a big deal when you when you think about 17 uh people taking their their lives uh every day in the u.s that is a an astounding number and it's really important that we have that support available well it is and and let me give you a little background you know um you know a lot we're a lot of people in, in 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 even in virginia they can. They often confuse uh, the Virginia Department of Veterans uh, 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 Veteran Services with the VA, the U.S. Department, you know, of Veterans Affairs, and and that's the federal agency, and and they are a wonderful agency, and we work very closely with them on many things. But the main reason we have such a strong uh, state agency here is one of the main things that we, our, our people do in, in our offices across the state, and we can talk about the ones in your area, is to make sure that veterans, transitioning military members, and their families are aware of the many benefits that they earned while they were in the military, most of which are, are federal benefits. And so, they, you know, a lot of people just aren't aware. They're educational, medical, financial, just many, many different benefits. And our, our veteran service representatives help veterans and their families take advantage, you know, to, to, they know it so they can, they can get these benefits, learn about them, and make sure that they are taking advantage of them. And when you talk about one of the ones that we have really been involved with and with a number of other organizations, uh, state agencies, uh, federal agencies, and also uh, local groups, is this prevention of of, of veteran uh, suicide, military suicide, which is a real epidemic. We talk about the COVID-19 being a pandemic, but, you know, this is an epidemic in this country, and 
uh, and our, we have the uh, Virginia Veterans Family Services uh, uh, Division program, and we we work very closely uh, to to connect veterans and people who maybe uh, who may need behavioral health. Uh, services and uh, to help prevent suicides and, and 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 help these veterans that are suffering maybe from PTSD and you know and other things that uh, to try to, to 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 do everything we can to to prevent uh, you know and and uh, veteran suicide throughout the state. Now, if uh, if a family member is is hearing us chat about this and, and is interested in, in some of uh, these services, that they'll be able to find these not only on on social media but also on the uh, on the website dvs.virginia.gov. Is that a good place for people to yeah, go? Yeah, and I'll t- and I'll tell you why. We have a you know a number of local offices. I, I you know and. And, and as you can probably imagine, we have over 34 offices throughout the state, right. local offices. And, and, but they tend to have, we have more in the areas where they, the, the veteran population is highest. And frankly, it's highest in the Hampton Roads area, as you can imagine, where there's a lot of military down there. And also in the Fredericksburg and Northern Virginia area, where there are so many you know, veterans and families living. So we have offices in Fredericksburg, uh, Loudoun, uh, in downtown Leesburg, in Fairfax, Manassas, Springfield. And we also actually have uh, offices on base at Fort Belvoir and uh, Quantico Marine uh, Base. And also the only uh, uh, organization like us that's allowed to have an office right indoors, right inside the Pentagon. So we have a number of offices. Now, right now... Normally, we, there's offices, they're open Monday through Friday, and people can just walk in. Uh, but because of the COVID restrictions, uh, you know, and, 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 and protocols, we're asking people to go to our website, uh, which is www.dvs.virginiaspelledout.gov, G-O-V, and there's a place where you can and you can look up your local offices and you can call ahead or email and make an appointment to meet with one of these veteran or one of our veteran services uh, representatives at your local office, and uh, that's really the thing to do. Now, if you if you have someone who is uh, who is contemplating, you think they have some kind of mental health or behavioral problem, please call. There's there's numbers to call on there too, and and anything we can do and help connect, uh, you know, and help uh, help help in those parts. That's one of the main things that we're out here to do. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really love how easy it is to navigate the website, and I would encourage everyone to check that out and to use that as a resource even uh, to check out uh, the crisis helplines and have those right. phone numbers, you know, handy. You mentioned COVID a couple of times, and I want to talk about that for a few minutes. Obviously, um, the coronavirus has had a massive impact on all of us, uh, but how specifically have you seen it affect our veteran community? How have, how have you been able to handle still being available to so many people during this time and well, it's lasted it, longer than we all thought it would certainly well it has and uh, of course it, it we back when this uh, when the pandemic hit in March uh, we were forced to basically close down most of our local offices um, our main office has been basically uh, closed uh, was closed down here in Richmond we were based down here in uh, near the capitol mm-hmm. in the road building 
but uh, immediately, because our people are so good, I, they immediately went went to a teleworking uh, uh, way to to get back to people and and made sure they were available either by phone, by email, by video call, and you know, interestingly enough. Uh, the number of client contacts that our uh, veteran service representatives had, and uh, you know when this happened, really didn't drop off that much because we continued. They worked so hard to make sure that we could still be, uh, you know, providing these services to you know to our uh, veterans and their families. And one of the things that we've had to watch a lot, you know, during this uh, during the pandemic. One, of course, phys, you know, uh, people who get physically ill. Uh, uh, we have, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not sure if all your listeners know this, but we have the uh, the Virginia Department of Veteran Services operates two long-term care centers, one in Richmond and one in Roanoke. And so we have residents there, and we've had, the, you know, most of whom are, are elderly, and so you have to be very careful, and we've had to, Shut those down basically to keep you know outside people coming in to 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 watch for that. And speaking of those, we are also for people in the Fredericksburg area, we have we're uh, we have construction underway for two additional long-term care centers, one in Virginia Beach and one right up the road from you, uh, right outside of Warrenton in Fauquier County. Right, and they should be open in another year or so, and they're wonderful. The other thing we've had to watch so much during COVID is. To make sure that you know if veterans lose their job, that they we can make find them support to pay their rent, their home expenses, their utilities, uh, things like that. That's that's another thing that we work very hard to work with local uh, people and local organizations to make sure that we that these you know that these vets are, are taken care of these veterans uh, during the during this crisis. We're talking to Jeb Hockman, the communications manager at the Virginia Department of Veterans Services, and uh, appreciate him being with us on the Sunday show as uh, we continue to uh, highlight and honor our veterans here over the last uh, week or so. And you know, it it really is amazing to see Jeb during this time um, how our communities have come together, and you know, even in each as each community is different and as each locality in Virginia is different, uh, to be able to run a statewide organization through a crisis and still somehow all keep keep it in a, in a way, managed, streamlined in a way where we can still help people, not only uh, with, with, you know, mental health, but also financially, like you said, and also in the, in the job department uh, for people, you know, trying to find jobs during this time. You guys were helping, helping veterans find jobs before the crisis, and now I'm sure that's even even got uh, you know you you see even more people coming through the doors for that now. Well, one you know one of the one thing I, I love about uh, the Virginia Department of Veteran Services is it is a uh, it has been a, over the years and it hadn't been around forever a very innovative state agency uh, and and uh, eight years ago it, back during the first recession they said we've got to find ways. To uh, to to make sure that when veterans, you know, transition when milita- when people get out of the military, that they can transition to a good civilian job and stay here in Virginia. And we came up 
they, they, the legislature, uh, worked, working with the General Assembly, came up with the Virginia Values Veterans, or V3 program. And basically the whole point of that was to work with employers, mostly private employers, but also including state agencies, colleges, uh, and other organizations, local, local governments, say, okay, here we want you to be, you know, if you're committed to hiring veterans, let us help you. And how do you, you know, how do you work with the, to recruit, hire, and retain these veterans around the state? And we have over 2,100 employers now that have been involved that are, that are committed to, uh, to the V3 program, uh, many of them up through Northern Virginia. And, and, and they range from everything to hot, from high tech to medical to, to, uh, to truck driving to plumbing services to you, you, you name the profession. And, and, and it's been amazingly successful. Uh, the governor just announced last uh, month We've already, over the last eight years, more than um, no, almost well over now, sixty-eight thousand veterans have been hired through the V3 wow, program. Wow, that's amazing! It is amazing, and it's one of the most. And other states look at it and go, "Hey, how can we do what you do?" But it's it's a true public-private partnership, and and it doesn't cost an uh, an employer anything to be part of it. But they really like it because we 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 work with them. You know, because it's not, you know, somebody is in the military, and they have great training. But, okay, they come out, what job are they qualified to do from what they had in the military? Well, that's how this helps in that transition. And to be honest with you, these these employers say, we want to hire veterans. These are people who are trained. They're educated. They have a great work ethic and discipline. And uh, and so it has been a very successful program and continues to be. And amazingly, even in this economic downturn, the uh, the number of job availabilities for for veterans has continued to be high. And we're and they're getting hired every day. So we haven't seen much of a uh, uh, you know a drop off on that. So it's that's that's been very gratifying. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, you think about during this time and how many uh, businesses are are still trying to, you know, stay afloat and, and as they reopened in the fall and, and started to, to get things back together, you know, looking for new staff or looking to expand their staff and to be able to hire um, someone that you know has been trained and you know has a great work ethic, like you mentioned. Just fantastic. I know a lot of uh, small business owners and, and uh, regional business owners would love to to get involved in something like that and and like you said that that really does show that the the private sector and and the public sector uh can work together you know and really do something for our veterans without it being you know too difficult to do or about anything else really than just providing the opportunity it really is, and we work very closely with the HR people at all these different organizations because a lot of them, you, you have to, they, they may not understand, you know, how to go through, how to get veterans, how to do, you know, work with veterans. We work with, we have a program called Hire Vets Now that we operate together with the Virginia Chamber Foundation of the Virginia Chamber of Commerce. And up until the, uh, the, uh, the pandemic, We've been, uh, one of the things they've been doing, and they're still doing right now by Zoom, but it's holding events on military bases. Uh, Fort Belvoir, 
uh, Norfolk Naval Air St- uh, Station or Nor- Norfolk Naval Base, Quantico, places like that where people where we tr- we get we try to get in touch with with military personnel, men and women, service members who are planning to transition, they're leave out of the military, they're leaving active duty, and we have these these events where we bring in a lot of employers and people and are there to get them started and and looking toward, you know, a job. So when they come as they leave the military, they pretty well transition immediately into a uh, a good job here in in the Commonwealth. Which is just fantastic. We're talking to Jeb Hockman, the communications manager of the Virginia Department of Veterans Services. And Jeb, you were talking about uh, the job and the career and, you know, helping out the veterans in that process. You even have availability through, uh, through the Virginia Department of Veterans Services to be able to further education, too. I know a lot of people who are like, OK, well, maybe I want to go into a different, uh, different kind of career. Maybe I want to explore something different and I need help in the education department and the building the resume department i mean it's really like a a full service for them well you know and that's very important that's part uh we have a program i know all the state agencies have all these state uh, all these programs with too many acronyms right but we have the uh, the virginia transition uh and, and and placement program which is which works hand in hand with v3 and we work very closely uh to to work with with uh, veterans and transitioning service people, how to do a resume, do, you know. And interestingly enough, sometimes they come out and they go, "Maybe I, I want to try some new uh, job. I think I would be good at this." So we try to help them and get training. Our education group, uh, which a lot of people don't realize, we have the state uh, approval agency, and, our, and one of the jobs that we do at uh, the at uh, VDVS is we have to approve all the colleges, universities, schools, and training programs that for eligibility for GI Bill benefits. Now, those are the federal benefits that that service members, uh, veterans, get that help you know pay for their for education once they're out of the service and we our people are the ones that for the federal government we have to we have to approve you know investigate approve uh, all the different programs in the state and we also are very helpful you know in showing uh, in our than our local people are on all the types of benefits, educational benefits, GI Bill benefits that veterans and their and even their family members can get to help pay for training and education, and that's very important. And every veteran uh, should take advantage of uh, of, of these uh, benefits. I mean, they earn, as we say all the time, you earn these benefits. That's right. These are yeah. not something you know. You earned these. That was part of the deal when you signed up to go in the military. That when you get out, we prom you know they promised you you would have these benefits and and they're just wonderful benefits and uh, there's so many veterans. A lot of our you know the, m- most of our major colleges and community colleges around the state have uh, group you know uh, veterans organizations right on campus and they work very cl- closely you know to make sure these veterans get these their education and training programs and uh, in fact we work very closely with the major colleges and the uh, community college system uh, on these programs and and anything we can do again that's another thing that uh, if a veteran is out there or a veteran family member 
Good thing to talk to uh, one of our benefits people that can put you in touch with all these different programs uh, about, you know, that can help with your education. Absolutely. And and like we mentioned earlier, a good, uh, good way to, to do that, set up an appointment uh, through the website, dvs.virginia.gov, G-O-V. Uh, you can see all kinds of benefits and programs that we've been talking about and that Jeb's been highlighting so many to talk about. But we were just talking about, um, you know, how some of uh, the veterans can grow grow into different careers and do different things. One of the one of the areas that I was so impressed uh, to learn about through the uh, Virginia Department of Veteran Services is the uh, the services specifically uh, around women veterans who maybe want to start their own business and and how you really have um, kind of a, a whole focused department on on for Virginia women veterans just just on their own and I think that's just fantastic because as that grows uh, to be able to have those kinds of uh, support systems set up in place so that uh, women can learn what they need to do and 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 maybe grow their own business that's another avenue with some great support behind it well, it is, and you know, it's interesting. If you if you look at the statistics, Virginia, for its size population, has the highest number of women veterans in in the of any state in the United States. And and it became obvious about three, four, five, six years ago, women veterans come out, and they face a lot of different unique opportunities and challenges that are different than their male counterparts. Right. So uh, it really has been a, we have a, uh, a lady who, uh, a good person, uh, Bev Van Tull, uh, a woman veteran herself, who heads up our Women's Veterans Program, and we have really been very effective. And we have meetings all around the state in and, and, and helping women veterans, especially with education, entrepreneur, you know, helping them that want to start businesses uh, each year. We, we have put on for the last five, six years the uh, Virginia Women Veterans Summit. And uh, this year it was done, had to be done virtually, but right. normally it is done as a, as a uh, two-day you know, event. It's been held in Northern Virginia, Hampton Roads. It's a free event. And have some of the best speakers and best programs uh, that you could possibly have, and it's been unbelievably successful. Heck, we had over 800 just participate this past June in our virtual wow. uh, uh, summit, and uh, and you know you had business leaders, you had, but 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 women veterans are a huge part of of and 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 they really do. They face different challenges and different opportunities. Uh, than a lot of their male counterparts, but they certainly are a major, major part of our veteran population here in Virginia. It really is amazing to see how things have grown and expanded uh, through the uh, Virginia Department of Veteran Services over the years. I mean, it, I feel like that, you know, like you said, with, with all of the people on either side of the political aisle and, and the governors of Virginia, it, it's always a growing thing. I feel like you're always looking to expand the services according to the need. Well, you know, Virginia, there's no state that is that the military is more important to both act, active military than Virginia. I mean, look around. I mean, you sit there and you go, you got the Pentagon, you got the you got the Marine in Quantico, you right. got 
everything down at Hampton Roads. You've got Northern Virginia, Fort Belvoir, and all the defense industries. The military itself, the active military, is extremely important to Virginia and Virginia's economy. And one of the things that, that has been realized, and, and thank goodness, is that, boy, we got all these great people here in Virginia you know, you know, on act both on that, you know, active duty. We want to keep them here. Right. These are a major, major resource to keep our economy growing because you, you know, and 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 not only the economy as people, but you know, as teachers, as people running uh, nonprofits. I mean, some of the, you know, we 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 have such a great resource, and Virginia simply does, and uh, from the top down, and I have seen it now through a number of administrations and through the General Assembly, people really care about the military and veterans. And the last two years, we're kind of proud that uh, there is the website, uh, online website called wallet dot, uh, uh, wallethub.com. In the last uh, couple of years, and we've had this happen from some other websites and organizations too, Virginia has been voted in, in uh, the, or not, or, or, or not really voted, but they've named Virginia the number one state for military veterans in the United States because of what Virginia does, what Virginia has available to veterans, and because Virginia really does care about veterans and their families. And we uh, take that uh, very seriously and hope to win it again in 2021. I can believe it, no doubt about it. It's so important, it's so needed, and we appreciate it so much that it's available uh, here in our community as well. Virginia Department of Veteran Services, I invite you to check them out on Facebook, all the social media outlets, and also the website dvs.virginia, spelled out, .gov, G-O-V. Jeb Hockman from, uh, from the Virginia Department of Veteran Services, thank you so much for being our guest on the Sunday show this has been a wonderful thing we appreciate what you uh what you all do there well thank you so much and thank you for letting us get the word out and and since it is still veterans week thanks to all our veterans out there thank you for your service please know it's appreciated and we're here to serve you your emails are always welcome. If you have questions or comments about today's show or an idea for a future program, email D, that's D-E-E, at B1015.com. Sunday Mornings with D is powered by Mary Washington Healthcare, one of D.C.'s best hospitals that isn't in D.C. It's in Fredericksburg, Mary Washington Hospital, here for you. The thoughts, comments, statements, and opinions of the host and guest are their own, and not necessarily those of Centennial Broadcasting, B101.5, or Station Management. Thanks for listening to Sunday Mornings with D. Daniels on B101.5. Emergencies don't wait for pandemics to pass. In this time of uncertainty, you can be assured your health and safety are our top priority. From physical distancing to special screenings, we're taking all necessary COVID-19 precautions for your safety. Putting off treatment can cause serious complications and have long-term negative effects on your health. With three locations in Fredericksburg, Stafford, and Spotsylvania, the emergency department teams at Mary Washington Healthcare are here for you. Our board-certified emergency physicians and emergency trained staff are ready to intervene, treat, and advise you in the safest and timeliest way. If you are uncertain about your symptoms, you can call the nurse line at 540-741-3737. If you are experiencing life-threatening symptoms, dial 911. For more information, go to emergency.mwhc.com. Mary Washington Healthcare. 
here for you.